This is Voicemail, the Universal Postal Union's podcast covering the wonderful world of mail. I'm your host, Ian Kerr. My guest in this episode is Doreen Bogdan-Martin, Secretary General at the International Telecommunication Union. I'm joined by the Secretary General of the International Telecommunication Union, Doreen Bogdan-Martin. Doreen, it's great to have you on the UPU Voicemail podcast. The question that we ask all of our guests is about your first memory of the post. So what's your first memory of the post? Well, thank you, Ian. It's uh, it's great to be here. So my first memory of the post was probably a pen pal that I had who was in England. Uh, I met her at a Six Flags amusement park when I was in elementary school, and we used to write letters to each other all the time. Uh, and of course, when I did my backpacking stint around Europe uh, a little later in life, uh, that was kind of the way you kept in touch with family and friends going to the post office to Poste Restante and receiving your postcards and also sending lots of postcards and many of which I I have kept to this day. Do people still have pen pals? Answers on a postcard, everybody, to the UPU (laughs) headquarters in Bern. (laughs) Let's keep moving on. So both the ITU and the UPU are some of the oldest international organizations in the world. Can you tell us a little bit more about what's specific in the ITU's mandate that well, enables the organization to remain relevant for such a long time, over 150 years. And how has, it, how has its role evolved now, in, especially in the digital age? Yeah, so we've been around since 1865. And of course, our focus was on moving communications from one country to another. Back then, it was the telegraph, uh, which then became the telephone and, of course, the internet, and here we are today. Um, I think our strength is really our membership. Um, We have a unique membership in the UN system. We have 193 governments. We have more than 800 private sector members, universities, and civil society entities. And I think that's that's what keeps us strong. And of course, the pace and speed of technology evolution and uh, all these great things happening in the connectivity space, I think, makes our institution more and more relevant as we seek to connect to the remaining 2.7 billion people that have never, ever connected to the internet. Uh, You're the first woman to lead the ITU. So in your opinion, what does this milestone represent for the organization? I think it's a sign that the tech world is changing. Uh, The pace is definitely too slow, but uh, I think change is happening. Uh, And I hope that um, my taking this role will excite and inspire more girls to get into STEM at at an earlier age because the tech sector needs them. Um, You know, when we look at women in the tech sector, we have about... 18% of our ICT ministers that are women, uh, only 16% of ICT regulators that are led by women. Uh, And of course, when we look at the private sector, the numbers are not that much better. And we need more women, especially in emerging fields like AI, quantum, and the metaverse. So uh, if you're a young woman out there, this is a space for you. In fact, just continuing on that very theme, you know, the this year's theme for International Women's Day is related to women in innovation and technology. So you, you've, you've spent 
decades with the ITU and in the ICT sector. So have you faced any specific challenges building a career in what is very definitely, as you've just outlined, male-dominated field? Yes. Um, I mean, definitely I have, I have faced challenges. Uh, it's, it's not pleasant to be the only woman at a, a boardroom table. Um, and of course, also many challenges being a, a mother, uh, in particular when my children were, were younger. Um, and I, I think things have evolved since then. And I hope that, um, our workforce is more enabling, uh, but I do think that we need to do better when it comes to diversity, because when we have diverse voices at the table, I believe that um, that we can make better decisions. So in your opinion, then, what are the, well, the interconnections between digital transformation and gender equality, and how can they be leveraged to advance both? I was excited to have been given the opportunity to address the UNGA on the 8th of uh, March uh, and International Women's Day. And I called on the international community to take three specific actions, uh, getting more girls into STEM at an early age uh, and empowering women and girls with the digital skills that they need to succeed. Uh, also ensuring women and girls have equal access to digital technologies and opportunities and giving women a seat at the digital table. And I think with those three actions, we can better leverage tech to actually accelerate progress on gender equality. The predictions are it'll take 300 plus years to reach gender equality. And I'm really hoping that if we use technology in the right way, we can certainly get there in our lifetime. Moving then to what the ITU's work, so how does the ITU work to advance the inclusion of women and girls in ICT and to digitally empower them? So we like to think of connectivity as something meaningful. And what I mean by that is it has to transform people's lives. And in this case, it has to transform women's lives, their jobs, their education. And for me, it starts with let's say the basics, it's those digital skills. Uh, we need to make sure that women and girls get those needed digital skills. Uh, we have um, a really cool initiative. Uh, it's called our Digital Transformation Centers, uh, where we're targeting underserved communities in developing countries, uh, trying to get those digital skills out there. And we've seen, I think, some incredible results. We had um, a woman in Ghana, uh, Sakina, who was a fashion designer, and she used those digital skills to grow her, her business. And I think there's, there's many other great examples. Uh, we also have a wonderful partnership called Equals. Uh, it's a multi-stakeholder initiative that has more than 100 partners uh, focused on closing the digital gender gap in access, skills, and women in the tech sector. And then finally, we have our Girls in ICT Day. Um, it will take place this year on the 27th of April. Hope you will join us in celebrating. And this year's theme is Digital Skills for Life. And if people want to find out more about those programs, is the information available on the ITU website? Absolutely. Doreen, you're a well-known pioneer of transformative partnerships in the digital sector. How do you see the role of the postal sector and the UPU in the digital partnerships ecosystem? Well, UPU, 
IC is a committed digital partner and has been for a long time. I think both of our organizations uh, have a long history of connecting people in different ways, but I think that's that's in many ways our our common goal. At the beginning of, of my tenure, I invited ambassadors to come to Geneva and to meet with the new ITU leadership team. And I was delighted to have uh, your DG uh, join us in, in person. And I think that that was a, a demonstration of a strong uh, signal of a committed partnership between our, our two institutions, the ITU and UPU. Uh, UPU is also part of the Partner to Connect Digital Coalition, uh, which has so far mobilized some 30 billion US dollars to bring meaningful connectivity to the hardest to connect communities. I wanted to ask you about the Partner to Connect uh, digital coalition, as you've mentioned, the UPU has joined this coalition with the pledge to connect all post offices in the world to the internet by 2030. And there are a lot of post offices out there. What are <laughs> what are some of the ways in which the post can contribute to advancing meaningful meaningful digital connectivity and digital inclusion? Yeah, it's very exciting. And I'm so grateful for UPU's pledge. Um, and I'm even more excited about how it can help us to advance our GIGA effort, which is an initiative that ITU and UNICEF put together to connect every school to the internet. And as you said, there's lots of post offices out there. There's also lots of lots of schools out there. Both Connect.Post and GIGA are focused on sustainable digital transformation and meaningful connectivity of entire communities. Uh, and connecting post offices in rural areas, I think, can also help um, play an important role in bringing that needed digital infrastructure to underserved communities. Uh, our latest ITU data show that Probably only about a quarter of the population in rural areas and LDCs were online by the end of 2022. Uh, so definitely lots to do. Uh, we got to get those communities connected. And I think there are many promising examples of collaboration between post and telecommunications, be it leasing and sharing infrastructure, uh, using postal trucks to pinpoint coverage gaps, uh, delivering e-government and other public services. I think there's so many ways that we can work together to leverage the postal network to connect schools, rural areas, and communities. Finally then, uh, what's your advice to women and girls wishing to develop and take on leadership roles in the digital technology sector? Well, I would say shoot for the stars. Uh, be yourself. Don't give up. Don't give up. We got to be determined. We have to to really forge ahead, uh, even if those around you uh, try to bring you down. Just don't don't give up. And also, I think it's always important to remember uh, when it comes to leadership, it's not about holding a specific position or a title. It's really about making a positive impact on the world around you. Uh, so use your talents and abilities to help others and drive meaningful change, whether in the tech sector or any other field. I think you can be a leader by setting an example, inspiring others and making a difference.
Doreen, we've covered a huge amount of territory in a short time. I um, mean, there's lots for us to, to mull over there in sort of the intersection between technology and the postal world and even the way that our combined worlds, the postal world and the technology world can advance, you know, the, the digital inclusion of women and girls around the world. Doreen Bogdan-Martin, Secretary General at the International Telecommunication Union, thank you very much for joining us on the UPU Voicemail Podcast today. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. You've been listening to Voicemail, the official podcast of the Universal Postal Union. Subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast platform and you'll get each episode downloaded to the device of your choosing as it's released. My thanks to the team at the UPU for their help putting together this episode. I'm your host, Ian Kerr, and I look forward to your company next time on Voicemail, the podcast of the UPU. UPU.